Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two-part Cosmos Spaces IBC Gang Friday Rewind. Let's take a listen. Man, nothing much has been going on. Uh, Oh yeah, just so uh, everybody knows, uh, Evmos incentives go live tomorrow. So, if you want to be one of the the first uh, people in there to take advantage of the first day, which is usually a lot bigger than the second day after everybody finds out. Uh, it's a good time to get in. But uh, yeah, the goal is to create deep liquidity, not just have liquidity farming. Um, I know that there's some good uh, counterpoints to, to that. That's always one of the ones that brings up really good arguments. So interested to see uh, how this plays out just targeting the 14-day liquidity. You talk, about, man. You talk about 722 pool? Yeah, I'm just now uh, doing some uh, claiming some rewards and I'm going to move it over to um, osmosis. I saw um, it looks like it's you guys said it's ready to go, but it looks like it's not. They don't have it fully loaded yet on the osmosis side. Is it going to take a day day or two? Yeah, Tony said the the sheets take a little while to update. Mm -hmm. Um, There's already the pull request for all the stuff. The gauges have been loaded. Nice, so, nice. So, I, I think um, it's a good idea to do just the 14 days. And and like you said, that'll that'll just keep... I mean, if you're going to commit for two weeks, you're going to commit for two, me- two weeks and get the rewards. So, you know. Yeah, I think, I think there's like valid argument to when you like incentivize locking, like the liquidity that goes there isn't always natural and isn't always going to stay there. Like when the incentives leave. Um, but I think that's kind of true in like any sort of sense where you're incentivizing liquidity. Um, but I'm like really curious to see how it works out with uh, Crescent. Cause I know Crescent, I think just released their order books. And so they're starting to kind of progress along their roadmap. Um, and they don't have any locking really. Like you can pull out at any moment, um, which is good for, for whales. Um, but then you have to be bonded for at least 24 hours in order to, or at least the full epoch to get start getting rewards. So we kind of have two separate like incentive bonding mechanisms uh, for these two different dexes. So I guess we'll start to see which is the the better route. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to see how this is all playing out because I mean, liquidity is so important. But then a lot of people don't want to be locked up for even seven days, you know, but. Then again, you have the other dexes that are offering um, no lockup period. But I, I, I mean, I'm interested to see how that all plays out. But anyways, um, I'm excited for this pool. I think it's going to be a great pool to um, earn some really good yield. And um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 some other good pools too in Osmosis. So um, yeah, 
So I I know I missed the space earlier this week with the with the gang, the gang of raccoons. Um, but I've been seeing the like lottery game, and it looks like it's like fully fully ready. Gelato, gelato, not just gelato, but uh, the the raccoon lottery game that they have. This this whole thing they got going. So I invited Robo up here, so I want to come talk about it because I don't know about it. And I know it's a straight straight to gen machine, but uh, has anybody tried it yet? Let me find the link. I've not tried it. I know I know they're both they're both on Juno, so I was I was just waiting to let them get up and running. Yep. Here here we go, dude. Like one thing, they're, yeah, they're 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 persistent. They're a little gang that's not giving up. They're really trying to build us. So I I got respect for them. Robo, no matter what nobody says about the raccoons, I respect you guys. Yeah. You guys are funny, too. I mean, <laughs> this is still the wild, wild west. So, I mean, if if you're going to be doing DeFi and getting like, you know, 280% yield on some liquidity farm, what, what's wrong with rolling the dice a little bit and trying to, to win some Juno? It's it's kind of, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's pretty much the same thing, you know. You need to get more upfront about it. Yeah. What's up? We're going backwards, what Mayor. <laughs> what do you mean? You're going back to the you you're going eight? back to the fake eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I've been dipping in. Um there's an NFT uh space that's massive at 9 a.m. with all a bunch of ETH people. And I've been listening in and I don't know. I was that the I I love the orbital apes and I I love I love that other stuff, but it's just I was just wanting to switch it up a little bit. But yeah, I did. <laughs> I I didn't even remember I switched that uh, profile pic. That's funny. Just reminds me of the old days. <laughs> yeah, the the old days for sure. But um, anyways, the I'm interested in in some of these games. This this raccoon game looks interesting. I'm gonna have to check it out. Dice game is live. Went up to 97 Juno. Yeah, I haven't Sweet. gotten to check that out yet, but I saw it. Yeah. And I, I guess the uh, there's a couple other airdrops that you can check that have, um, isn't the the no, you can check that and see what kind of um, airdrop you can get. Yeah, I heard something about like how centralized exchanges were showing up as having an airdrop, but I don't know. They were saying that it was it was like a bug, a test net or something like that. So yeah, it was it was a bug in in the one um, the airdrop checker because the centralized exchanges were definitely ruled out, and yeah, I think that was something messed up. But yeah, yeah I haven't got like I haven't checked it million or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw um. I use the Binance app, Binance US app to do check price feeds and you can stake there there are often a lot of yield on certain like you can stake Cosmos and get 12% now as compared to um 5% on Coinbase. So I think Binance is trying to up their uh staking um to attract more people to stake to their to their to them, you know. It's it's so easy, you know. Not everyone's going to take their coins off off the exchange. So, I mean, if Binance is offering twelve percent, that's uh, yeah. I have a friend that she got into. Uh, I think it was um, Solana, and um, she like started to learn about what staking was and all that. And then when she got into Cosmos, I told her I was like, "You need to take those coins off of there." But 
she left them in Voyager and she was like, yeah, it's just so easy. You know, you just say to stake it. And then, and then now she's like, yeah, maybe I should have put them on to my own ledger. So now she bought a ledger and after now she's like scared that she's not gonna be able to get anything out of Voyager. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, you should never just leave it on those places like that. Yeah. She's yeah, pretty I, pissed off. <laughs> I agree 100%. So many people thought they were safe on, uh, on Voyager and they learned the hard way, man. Like some, some of their, um, their marketing with the way they said, you know, your, your deposits are, you know, FDIC insured, but that was only for the U- U.S. dollars that were deposited on there. It was just kind of shady marketing. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah, there was definitely some like weird stuff that was going on with Voyager, but uh, you know, just besides that, I feel like there's people who got hit by like the Holy Trinity, Holy Trinity bomb. You know, they had Luna, then they had Voyager, you know, and they had Celsius. Yeah, yeah, I feel really bad for someone who got hit with Luna, and then like what four weeks later got got hit, locked out of their Voyager account. Like that is. A double whammy, and and that's one of those things. Like I don't know. I remember a long, long time ago. It might have been in one of our spaces. Someone said, you know, the key to key to crypto is just to survive the winter. You know, survive that bear market. <laughs> really is. But um, what do you guys think about the dusting on osmosis? It's uh, someone dusted a lot of the LP pools with a bunch of like fractional amounts and. Um, it's your LP pools are showing up that you didn't put anything in now. There's a, there's been definitely been some spam going on and some weird stuff going on. Yeah. And I was on the discord and they were saying that the best way to just deal with it is like under the assets page where you've got the toggle that says hide zero balances. Um, under the, the pools page, they just need to toggle hide, hide pools with less than $1. And then that'll just just hide those pools because I guess it's a real uh, headache and just a lot of work for the devs to like deal with all that dust. I think I guess they're GAM tokens that got spammed in or something. I was trying to follow the threads on Discord, but they, they were saying the easiest way they need to do is just put that toggle switch on the pools page, like hide pools with less than one dollar. You know, we'll take care of it. But anyway, what's what else is going on, Tricky? You just got back from your trip. Yeah, man, back from a from a long one. I was uh, over in Berlin for a few, for about a week. Um, I actually met Serge from uh, the Crypto Cedo team, Stake Cedo. So that was that was cool. Uh, hoping to meet him again. Um, and then took a few days over in uh, Venice, which was sweet. But uh, glad to be back. I gotta I go to Vegas next week, unfortunately. Okay, I guess there's a there's some type of ETH conference going on in France. I saw some posts that Sunny was presenting um, over there at, at some type of crypto. Con- it looked like a smaller conference, but it was I think it's in uh, Paris or France somewhere. Yeah, yeah, some uh, Cosmos people over there. I saw uh, Liam and Sunny on the like a Ferris wheel ride together. Or something not a Ferris wheel, but like a circus ride. <laughs> so they're out there having fun. Yeah, I think Cryptocito was there too. I saw him posting a couple things. It it looked like I was really surprised. It, like Adam was was pumping there like on Wednesday and Thursday and I think that's when that conference like just started. 
So I was wondering, like, does that have something to do with with Adam pumping, or like, like what's going on here? I I didn't understand, but um, I I'm happy that uh, Adam's above ten bucks, you know. And a little reverse little run, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been nice. So, dude, ever since you take, honestly, I I like really don't see price as much. But I like it. Ever since the what? Since restake. Because mm-hmm. uh, I I just set everything to like just auto compound. Auto so compound, let it like, ride. Yep. Especially when I'm doing things that are like I'm just busy and don't really have time to do it every day. Um, it just keeps a lot of stress off you because you don't see those numbers going up and down. All I know is that when I come back and check, I have more out of them than I had last time. But, yeah, I agree, man. I think that's. Sometimes you need to just step away and say, Hey, am I getting, if, <laughs> you know, I'm checking this thing like seven times a day. It's like, this is getting a little crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I like the restake app. I've, I've been, I've got a couple, I've got a couple coins on restake auto compounding. I was using the friends auto compounder, but then I was having trouble with that one. It wasn't kicking in all the time. So, um, I like restake. I like their dashboard. Yeah, Respect's done a lot of updates recently. The Friends Auto or Auto Compounder is a little different because what they do is theirs is kind of like their own off Z um, little thing you you off, or you opt into, I think. But what they do is they claim rewards from every validator and then they restake to only their validator. So like you could have, you know, a hundred yeah. take to friends, a hundred take to five other validators, but you're even if you enable restake on those other validators, the friends validator uh, overrides that and sends all the rewards to to them. So some people at first were like, "What's going on? Why aren't these other ones working?" Because it was the friends thing. Um, but there, yeah, theirs is definitely different than the just, just traditional restake. Yeah, I was reading the the fine print on both of them, and I think I was just using friends for like uh, Wawa and um, I forget which other one, maybe Juno for a while, and um, yeah. But then, but then they're like for. After a week, it wasn't it wasn't compounding on Juno, so it's like I don't want to have to keep coming back coming back to check this all the time. So I started checking out Restake, and I, I really like the dashboard on Restake. So um, I mean, I, I definitely I, I agree, man. Like, if you want to take a break, but you definitely want to continue to to compound your your tokens, you know, it's I think it's 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 healthy sometimes to just take a one or two week break. I mean, it's not like you're totally checking out, but it's just like, hey, just I'm I'm gonna take a break, kind of like a vacation, you know, from your <laughs> from your crypto. Yeah. My, yeah, Michael and the crowd down there would tell you to yeah, just retake and then go touch some graph for a little while. Yeah, it'd be normal. Exactly, exactly, man. Well, hey, I'm glad your trip went well, man. Uh, I love it's it's beautiful over there in Italy. I, it's been a long time since I've been over there. I think I was over there about ten years ago. I did a, a cool trip over there and got to see a lot of the the historical sites and stuff. So, anyways, glad that went well. Touching grass. What is else? Good. Is good? Touching grass is very good. I highly recommend. Yes. It. Yes. Yes. I had to touch some sand on the beach. I feel like that was a good substitute. But sand sometimes better no. than grass. So yeah, A plus yeah. for sure. How you doing though, Michael? 
Uh, I'm great. I'm actually packing a bag of records right now. I'm about to go play a pretty big show on SF. So I just want to kind of. Hey, hell yeah, bro! You should have told ah, me. Ah shit, dude, my bad, man. No, I'm stoked, man. I'm playing uh, playing main stage at Midway, which is like a huge venue. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, dude! Oh yeah, Midway. Yeah, big. it's. That's I'm big. stoked. I mean, it's cool. so early. I'm not used to playing this early, but I'm really excited and I just love playing music, man. I'm fucking stoked. What are you What are you playing drum and bass? Um, today probably like Deep House, um, maybe, um, some like kind of like funkier disco kind of stuff. Um, we'll see. Kind of, I'm gonna have to read the crowd. So, I mean, I, I really have no idea what they're gonna want to listen to this time because the lineup is like so kind of like, it's a little bit wonky. There's like a lot of different things on the lineup. So, um, it'll be definitely a lot of like throwing shit out and seeing what works. <laughs> So we'll see. Set the tone. Yeah, I'm so. I think he was expecting an instrument. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I am not playing an instrument. <laughs> I'm playing. No, people. I was asking about DJ things. Yeah. You know. No, for sure, man. Drum and drum and bass is a genre of music. You. DJ. No, no, no. I know. I was. He, I think he he missed. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was mistaken. <laughs> um, That's yeah. cool. Though. Yeah, but when when Cosmos rave though. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> Michael, you're like the you, you know all the spots, the warehouse, the warehouses we can rent out, throw badass parties. So. Absolutely, especially in Los Angeles. I mean, at, you know, San Francisco, they don't really do undergrounds that much anymore here. But I mean, they do, but they're not really they're not good, and you some like half the time they they get broken up. But LA, it's like practically every night there's like five or six of them. So if we ever wanted to do one, just let me know. I could I can move it forward for sure. Yes, a little Cosmos rave hangout doesn't even have to be like a, you know, like a convention or anything. Just nah, just like a party. A, party. Just... a touch graph party, you know. Touch concrete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her Clay, I'll send you an old drum and bass song by Newtone that's really good on Cosmos Bass's chat. Fuck yeah! I was just uh, talking to Haas about some electronic music. I was like, I sent him a few. I was like, you like this kind of shit? <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, I was actually listening to some. Uh, some pretty cool electronic like remixes y'all y'all ever like uh see like those uh remixes on um what is it either trap city or i forgot what the the youtube video um channel was called but they get like they get like so many millions of views it's crazy have y'all seen them no uh, it's like this thing called trap city and they have like a lot of different like just remixes and stuff and uh, I was just astounded at how many millions of views those videos get. It's crazy. Dude, that music is popular. Like, I realize, like, America's just way behind. Like, I just got back from Berlin. Like, Michael, oh, yeah. you like this stuff, so maybe you know about it. But, dude, it's a whole other world. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Drone like, base came like, out of the event. UK. Like, oh, yeah, EDC is, like, an event for us. Like, that's, like, every weekend for them. Like, they're going, like, they're, they're going, like, Thursday to, like, Tuesday. <laughs> dude, I, dude I, I went to one. And we got there at 5.30 in the morning, and it was still raging. It was a sissy folk. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it was like, yeah, dude. That's a whole other world over there. (laughs) It's insane. Sissy Yeah. You're talking about sissy That place is totally crazy. Holy shit. Hey, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever ever thought about making mixes, but then putting them into an NFT? Is that like a possible? Dude. Okay. So I had, well, it was late one night and me and my roommate were like dude we have this great idea and then he was like no i have this great idea it was one of those and 
one of those ideas was like, why don't we just like mint a whole mix into an NFC? It's funny that you brought that up. Nobody else. I've been talking with my husband about this. He has a Roland 808, like super expensive DJ controller and shit. And we we want to do like a podcast, right? But then also have it streamed to YouTube. But then after that mix is done, release it as an NFT on maybe Bitsong or something. I don't know how the dynamics of like royalties and then their NFT player is going to work, but you know, I don't know. Um, I, I was also wondering thought if you about had any insight. Same, I thought about the same thing. Um, and I think I don't, I can't, I don't have like the background to speak like legally, like with respect to like the, like how you would take each song and like reward mm-hmm. the artists or the labels or like, would you even have to do, do that? Do you have to? Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, because what, DJs get paid by the tickets, right? They don't really like, well, I don't the know. D- the DJs, the, not the DJs, but the art. So let's say like you make a mix of like 15 songs, right? And so that's like 15 individuals that you have to like compensate or not based on like whether or not it's legal. I mean, does, does the venue have to pay the artist to play their song? The venue doesn't, but the radio does. So like if you're on the radio playing like T-Pain. It sounds like a huge gray area. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, I think the gray area starts in the mixes. Here, here, here's a weird solution. I noticed that, or I know a couple people on Bitsong that are already getting record labels together of dr- other drum and bass and electronic artists. And I'm oh, wondering if cool. maybe, you know, you could put sets together with their stuff with, you know, they're okay, but I don't know. You so could, many confusing questions with that. Like you could split up royalties, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think you could hypothetically like, make a mix of only like let's just say you 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 put together like a group of people that were okay with this and then you only made a mix from their music that would be cool right but then yeah i think it gets that would be the solution but then that would be hard i i I said i asked the bit song guys like hey give us the ability like months ago give us the ability to release music anonymously and they said yes so that might be an option that's cool you know. That's cool. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not actually that familiar with um, with Bitsong. I know, and, and and to be frank, the whole NFT. I'm still like really dipping my toes into the NFT. Space. Well, there's the secret network. You know, I don't know if they have any audio NFT stuff going yet, but you know, I'm sure they will in the future. Yeah, totally. Um, the only like NFT stuff, like sound NFT stuff, that I'm following is Sound XYZ. But I, you know, I'm familiar with Bitsong, but not. Yeah, there's Audius and other stuff like that. yeah also. totally this is a whole unexplored world there for sure and that's going to be huge and also like look as a dj like i can tell you like we don't like djs make no money that's why i'm not djing like, i know. Yeah. Well, well you could well you have to charge for the event like you could do an nft ticket sale to the event and then play for that event you know you can be hired to play at that event which is yourself you know right I think that would be a loophole that would work. Yeah, that's... but then how? I think I, I don't know if you could get the mix onto an NFT after maybe, but that would be a good question. Yeah, events are definitely like where artists make a lot of their money these days. But like, I think do you know you know Beardy Man, right? No, I don't actually. Yeah, you should look him up. He mainly makes his all his money at festivals, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's you make the album so that you get booked at the festival. That's usually, but, yeah. but you know, the whole NFT thing is kind of flipping that on its head. So like, 
if you could if you could just sell if like you have a big fan base like a fanatical fan base and that's all about like the creator economy has like put the power back into the creator's hands and so like if you were to have like a fanatical type fan base and like sell us be able to like monetize a song and like make the amount of money that you would like touring for a whole month like why would you ever tour like get on a bus and fly to eight or fly to eight different places and it's like not like, yeah when you can just do it virtually right yeah and like yeah sure it's fun when you're 20 yeah maybe it's fun in your mid-20s your late 20s early 30s i don't know like everybody has a different oh man that, that's why like some of my favorites bands metal bands don't do anything because they all have to tour and it's it's brutal touring with like five different people it's so brutal touring on your body and like if you have a family or like anything outside of music that like is important to you at all you know like yeah, pretty much yeah but anyway no, i i gotta get going i gotta walk my dogs but it was a good chat i also have to later. get going because i have to get a i have to take a cab to play my show well, i gotta eat first and then show. no <laughs> don't go yet i want to tell you something i'm <laughs> okay, going yeah. to okay, columbia yes, i just booked it all i am going so okay now you can go you heard my news okay you can go oh, okay thanks for sharing the news <laughs> i appreciate you i'll see you in columbia i'm really excited Peace out. Um, peace out, guys. Have a great weekend. Have a great night. Later, Michael. Later, Grits. Y'all Later. enjoy it. Later, people. Rock the show tonight, Michael. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I, I wanted Grits to hear me because I, I can't wait to meet you all. Anyway, I'm Sandy Toes. I have loved the Cosmos ecosystem since the get-go, since I first read about it uh, about a year and a half ago, I got into it. So this is my first time I'm going. I'm really excited. And, I'm, and I just, I want to know if there's anything I should know. I, I got my hotel. I'm staying at the hotel. And, uh, and so I just want to say thank you. I'm excited this is happening. And it's just all lined up for me today where I can do this. So um, anybody else going from the group here? Congrats, Sandy. That's awesome. Um, I'm definitely trying to go, trying to work that out. Haven't gotten my ticket and everything just yet, but, uh, I've heard it's going to be really fun, uh, and that you actually should try to get your hotel here soon because, uh, the hotel that the events has already sold out. Um, but I hear they got lots of good stuff planned for us. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if anybody else here is, is going or has heard anything or has any advice or anything though. Feel free to, to raise your hand or let us know. Wait, I got a quick question. You said the hotel sold out. I mean, I, I just booked it. I'm going to the right place, I hope, right? The the, the Medellin, Colombia, and Intercontinental, right? I don't know which ho- the name exactly of the hotel is. One of the groups I was in earlier was just like, was saying that the hotel that it, the event is actually at was booked. But that does, there's there's other hotels, though. Um, I, that also could be wrong. They could have just had made a mistake. Okay, thank you. And by the way, the hotel I'm at, I'm going to upgrade. The King Suite mm. has a huge party area. So hopefully I'll be able to swing that when I get there. Party is Sandy's. No, but seriously, I'm so excited to represent. You know, I, it's like I had my space earlier today and I was talking to people from Cuba and Venezuela and how they were going to the Ethereum blockchain and they want to represent the Latinos and Latinas. And, and that really encouraged me. I was kind of on the wall, this and that. But then everybody's like, no, 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 this is great. And I thought, you know what? I need to go. I, this is my main project that I've loved since I got into crypto after, you know, I was 
there was Bitcoin first. That's the first one I learned about. But this is it. I love Cosmos ecosystem and I want to go and meet the people up front and, and take pictures and and write about it and post about it. So thank you very much for letting me share my exciting news. I don't know how many other people that I know are going, but um, thank you very much. And hello, shout out to Tabasom. I learned so much from her in our space today. She's super smart. And I met this fantastic artist in the Cosmos ecosystem on the Omniflix blockchain is where we met. And I'm so happy I met them. And uh, is that crypto tech? Okay, hello. I'm going to give up the mic so I, I can listen to you all. And I'm just super excited. Thank you very much. And look forward to meeting you all in person. No, that's really exciting, Sandy. I, I went to Austin for Decentral, and it was fun to meet everybody in person. You're going to love it. Um, I wanted to go to this one, but yeah, Columbia is a little bit too far for me, so um, I'll I'll sit this one out. But that's pretty exciting. I'm I'm glad to hear the excitement in your voice. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, what up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Hey, uh, yeah, I gotta sit. I gotta sit this one out. I'm going to another conference, and Columbia is just a little far on, on for me, at least. This I'm kind of jealous, though. You, Sandy, you sound super excited i got a question for you though who um i know it's hard to pick but uh, out of everybody that you're potentially going to be able to see and meet there who are you more sunny sunny you- sunny, <laughs> sunny, so sunny 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 and more sunny and then i'd like to say hello to cryptocito and then um and then the omniflex people if they show up you're so funny you 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 said that so fast <laughs> cool that's awesome no, yeah I'm, I'm i'm super jelly i wish i could go i wish i could meet some of these great individuals and, and everybody in the space too i really wish i could go but super happy for you though i'm glad you decided to go what uh what conference are you going to uh aside from that one thank uh it's 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 a dental conference uh gotta go with my wife to another dental conference it's it's crap it's boring but hey it's a trip right yeah, it's 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 what uh it's what really pays the bills for me. So you gotta go, man. You gotta sit there. It's the weirdest thing ever. I kind of trip every once in a while. I actually not every once in a while. I trip just about every single time. When I look at my wife, I go, I just don't know how dentists and I'm married to one do it. Like the last thing I want to do is stare into somebody's mouth where they shovel every freaking last bit of food and whatever else they put in their in their face. It's it's, it's very weird. But and then they go to a conference and sit there and look at nothing but that is kind of weird too. So <laughs> I'd much rather go talk crypto. I feel you. I know it's like they probably have like all their little inside jokes and their things they get excited about, you know, as a dentist. And you're like, what? what oh, they today. <laughs> like, dude, and it's the same thing for us. Like we get in our little groups and we talk about these crypto stuff and people are listening. They don't know. They're like, dude, what the heck are these people talking about? By the way, I'm really glad your wife is a dentist because, like in the old days, you had to go to the barber to get your tooth pulled out. Thank they were God. one and the same. They were one and the same back in the day. Yeah, barbers and dentists were were one and the same. You could get a haircut and get your teeth pulled at the same time. <laughs> oh, talk about feeling uncomfortable. Uh, now, no, how, I, how did that happen? I mean, not to get off. I'm just like. I never understood how that happened. How a barber decided I'm going to pull your teeth out. I, I, I never figured that connection out. Just, I think it's just getting them in the chair. It's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's, uh, I actually heard this story and it's a fast, it's fascinating, but you know, it kind of like when you hear it, you go, oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's kind of like a no brainer when you hear it. I forget exactly what the story is. And it's funny because I'm filled with useless information. Uh, like today we were, 
totally going off topic. Today we discussed uh, cuss words and the origins of, uh, of of the F word and 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 flicking the middle finger, which I was I, I like little weird bits of information like that. I, I find them really useful. Um, but yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I can't think of it for the life of me of why uh, barbers and dentists were one and the same. But yeah, it was really interesting. Do you guys, by the way, do you guys know, since we're talking about it, where that came, comes from? The F word? Not at all, actually. All right. Since I said it, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I'm on a tear today. I'm just <laughs> going to say it anyway. So we were talking about it in the stream today, how, you know, like when people... I, I can cuss like a sailor. And, you know, some people are like, why do you cuss? It's, it's a form of uh, low IQ, blah, 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 or ignorance. And I'm like, I don't see it that way, especially when you are uh, in the know of the origin of the word and you use it properly. Uh, I think it's just another way to express yourself. Uh, but the word uh, fuck, if you have, I just feel weird saying it now, uh, comes from one of the oldest occupations known to man. Prostitution is one of the oldest recorded. Um, occupations known to man and back in the days when you had kingdoms provinces regions whatever uh that were under rule one of the best ways to fund your uh region or kingdom was through brothel houses paying taxation uh through those brothel houses so when one of your citizens would go to a brothel house and get laid they were being good patriotic citizens they were upkeeping your kingdom and paying their taxes by getting fucked. And so the abbreviation on the door was F-U-C-K, and it meant fornication under consent of king. So you were going there and paying your taxes and getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it would be something like that. <laughs> and then uh, a, a little, so I'll, I'll, I'll say one more. I'm totally off topic. But uh, do you guys know where flicking people off comes from? So flicking people off is, again, back in the, in the old days when you had uh, wars where you had archers and stuff like that, right? Uh, one of the ways that they would torture the opposing side if you ever got caught, especially if you were an archer, was to cut your fingers off slowly from your fingernail all the way down until they inflicted as much pain as they wanted to. If you were lucky, lucky, unlucky, I guess, and you were able to actually escape or you know, kill them before you died, and you were able to get back to your side of the field, uh, one of the ways that you would actually flick or, or taunt the other side again to show them that you were a threat was by raising your middle finger. And if you can just imagine, right, like how some people raise a middle finger and have half of their other fingers cocked back, like half of them are cut off. You would flick off the other side. If you were a skilled bow or archer, you could still pluck your bow and kill somebody. So you would flick them off, showing them that you could still kill the other side and that you're taunting them that they didn't kill you anyway little bit of useless information for today's stream <laughs> that totally makes sense by the way i had the hardest time getting my mother to stop using her middle finger because in the middle east it has no meaning so if you're iranian or like in the old days it, it, you could just use your middle finger to point and it took her a few years to stop Flipping people off without realizing it. <laughs> She's pointing at something in the store. Could you get that for me right there? <laughs> um, 
especially employees, because she was like, she did the accounting for my dad's business. And if she talked to us and she, you know, she'd point, she goes, oh yeah, look at that over there. And I'm like, mommy, you gotta stop doing that. You gotta stop pointing the middle finger. It's, 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 you're flipping people off. And so she's like, okay. And then, and then it's backwards. You know, the okay sign, the Americans give each other, you do that in the Middle East, that means you're calling somebody an asshole. Yeah, I heard, that was, get I heard that was a no-no. I heard that, like, when you go there, do that. because <laughs> I'm glad that, was, that, that, that wasn't uh, false. I'm glad somebody told me that. I was like, really? Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I, I chimed in and totally went off the rails there, but sorry, guys. <laughs> no, thanks. Like, yeah, just uh, another to, like, add on to the cussing thing. I know you said like you, it seems like you're low IQ if you cuss. Studies show that people with higher IQs are usually the ones that cuss. And it's kind of like goes back to being able to accurately articulate yourself with more words. Even though it's maybe seen by some as disrespectful or improper, it actually is like a sign of higher IQ. So anybody who cusses like a sailor, it's something you can brag about. Okay, that's it. I'm going right back to cussing on YouTube. Forget monetization. I'm just going to cuss all day long. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. I know big words. But uh, anyways, if there's anybody out there who wants to come up on stage, uh, go ahead, request the mic. Come up here, open mic. We're just hanging, chilling, talking. I, I do have a, a question for you, Tricky. Um, that's more on the serious note uh, involving crypto and involving our space. And again, if, I don't know if you guys have already talked about this, but it's been going on for the past couple of days. And I figure uh, I, I've, I've been waiting to kind of like, you know, ask other people's opinions because the show, everybody always asks mine. I'm like, I don't know. So what's recently been happening, like between uh, Don, did you see that? And, uh, and Wolf with Juno? Uh, did you guys see any of that? Like the back and forth? I did. I did. I seen it. What, do, what did you, what is you guys' opinion about that? Like my opinion? Okay, my opinion. Let me um, let me talk about the NFTs real quick. That I also had a question. I am so sorry. Um, so like I was saying, um, I think and I think NFTs. Sorry, it's my dog. My dog. Hold on, it's my dog. Yeah, continue. It's just my dog. Hold on. No, no, no. Totally fine. Yeah, it's 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 one of the things I've been trying to um amongst many other things that's been happening in the space. Right, like I wanted to actually ask you guys his uh, opinion about what Lido's doing with their that whole uh, they don't want lockups and stuff. I don't know if you guys saw that post either, but again, kind of just trying to see what everybody else's opinion is about all these things that are happening. But go ahead. If you want to talk NFTs, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, kid, you, you ready? Are you still working with your dog? Maybe he's still talking to his dog. But uh, I didn't see the back and forth between Don and Wolf, but I do know that Don likes to uh shit posts sometimes and call out you know certain things um i don't think that some of the things he calls out are even wrong i think it's just kind of like blunt and makes people feel uncomfortable sometimes um but also too i think sometimes like you know maybe he's just being funny uh but i do not know what exactly they were going back and forth about but i can kind of imagine um and then uh what was your other question looks like robo oh yeah i like i kind of like him like to be honest with you because because you know he just he says what he says uh, and so I've always kind of like liked him for that reason. Like, I think from what I understood, people took it as like trying to say that he was trying to say that like Wolf or SG1 was being unhealthy or self-delegating back to himself for more power. But I think to be honest with you, and I, and, and that's why I wanted to ask what I, what I saw, I thought it was just kind of like, 
uh, a mix up in communication, right? Like, cause I think a lot of things that are, that's been happening one, uh, or that probably will happen going forward is a lot of times just kind of like, uh, a mix up in, in, in intended communication, you know, cause obviously like fuck is right? Like it's so great to read people's minds on social media and what they intended to mean. Uh, but I, that's what I kind of felt. I was like, Oh wow. I feel like this is kind of going out of control. So I, I just was wondering what other people felt like as well. I thought that's what it hopefully is. That's what I thought it might've been. Um, but yeah. And then my other question was, uh, was, did you guys see, um, Lido's, I don't have it in front of me anymore. Uh, they made a post where they were asking for like funds to pay their their staff, which was like seventy five people deep, and all this other stuff. And they were like telling everybody that they weren't going to sell any of the requested funds, but they also wanted to have like no vesting or, or lock up with those funds that they're requesting as well. I have to go and find it. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that I thought that was super interesting, especially with Prop seventy two and what just what we just gave them as far as the community for liquid staking here, right? Yeah, Did anybody else see that? That's what that is. If you, hello, hello, Tank. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bro? Hello, buddy. Uh, Tank, if you look on uh, Kobe's page, uh, he's been nonstop posting about this for about the last 48 hours with like the wallet information and stuff. Yeah, you're talking about that? The yeah, big yeah, wallet think, that had so. like the primary vote, yeah? Yeah. Let me see here. I think one one wallet one wallet had like what like ninety seven percent of the vote or something, yeah. Yeah. And scandalous, man, dude. Scandalous, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 definitely something that really concerned me. Grits actually. I'm sad that he he left. I know he also has to walk his dog at a certain time. And again, I'm not trying to like stir the pot or stir shit, but like when it popped up, I was like, ooh, oof. Like we just gave them the okay and voted to give them all this, and it just looks like like. You guys know me. I'm a, I'm a stiffler for like proper money management business practices. And I'm like, man, holy crap, that's not a good look at all. Like I'm, I'm maybe admittingly, maybe jumping the gun and drawing a conclusion. But like if I had to, if I, if I was, fuck it, I'm a community member. I can say it. like if I was part of it, like I would be really hesitant. And I guess I am. So I, I'm just going to say it like that definitely did not make me feel good at all. Well, Jacob's Jacob's been going absolutely mental about uh, Lido for weeks and weeks now. I mean, he's he's had many many tweets voicing his concerns because, I mean, they were like balls deep on terror or balls deep in terror, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. He, well, he should Lido, be. yeah, yeah. Respectively, oh, yeah, he should be. I think he's provider of of uh, derivative Luna. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jacob's been kicking off about it. He said it could bring the whole ecosystem down. He was really panicking about it a few weeks ago, but then he, he got sidetracked with other issues, you know? Well, I think, the yeah, the issue with Lido and just, like, liquid staking in, in general is there's a lot of demand for, like, liquid staking derivatives, as we need, as we see. And if there's anybody that can get any product that gets a big enough, like, foothold in the market, it's kind of, like, game over. Like, they control the liquid staking market. And at that point, they really have a lot of influence over network delegations, voting, and everything, depending on how uh, the liquid staking setup. That's why people like Lido, uh, with their that their setup, they pretty much have control over all of the tokens, who gets delegated to, how the voting power gets tossed yes. around. It's usually kept within themselves and the validators. It's taken away from the individual themselves. Whereas compared to Quicksilver and things like that you actually are able to govern the liquid assets. Um, and you also like, 
don't have a central entity that's just like has this foothold over this market and chooses what's you know going to happen and what's not going to happen and then users will get their vote so there is a big difference between these types of you know staking liquid staking options and it's yeah. important we look into it i think it's important for competition but i really really don't like the lido model but i think that there's room for it like just because i don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't be here um i think that it you know we need them all but i think we need to be like careful and pay attention to these things that you guys are mentioning and so that we don't get surprised by something crazy yeah it's quite interesting it's quite interesting so i tend to to listen to the voices who are very very vocal about it and who have been previous like early supporters uh when it comes to like lido and stake death and stuff i think corby's probably one of the best voices out there right because, uh, I mean, he was in the, the ICO for LIDO a long time ago, right? He was uh, one of the representatives. I think he was involved at quite a high level. But uh, given on what, the way that he's talking about them at, uh, at the moment, I'm not too sure whether that relationship still exists, you know? Where's this, Kobe? I'm not sure if I've seen these tweets. And I know who this is. C-O-B-I-E is the only one on uh, crypto Twitter that's uh, known as Kobe. Jordan Fish. She's called Jordan Fish, yeah? The big, uh, the big F-head. You know, he's the, the one that was going head-to-head with uh, Fat Boy. You know, Fat Boy, yeah? What's the other Fat Boy? Posting all that stuff, yeah. Posted, he posted a lot of stuff about terror and stuff like that. Um, no, but... He's been going crazy about the LIDAR, yeah? Oh, he was yeah. saying, like, Fat Boy was, like, kind of like, hey, you might have seemed right for a little bit, but this is actually kind of, like, crazy stuff that's not proven. I remember seeing somebody, yes. I, just, yeah, I just don't know if I follow this guy. The last couple of days, he's been pumping out loads of stuff, particularly to do with the vote, the wallets, the governance. Yeah, he's right on the case at the minute. Good source yeah. of information. That's the thing. It's like there is the light of Dow, technically. But uh, as you guys have seen, like when 90, like there's a huge percentage of control by the, by the same entity is, you know, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Uniswap DAO, isn't it? Yeah. The Uniswap DAO is controlled by like, what, three people or something? Yep. Pretty much. I think yeah, the fucking yeah. university got like the biggest share in Uniswap, right? Yeah. Uniswap Lab, whatever labs like controls it actually has like majority of the tokens. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, so I, I want to, yeah, if anybody has like these tweets or anything, if I can, can you can post them up here, please do. Because I want to read, read more into this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I'd do it, but I'm actually trying to get me fine right now. Uh, but yeah, it's he has all over it. And uh, again, I'm not, you know, yes, I am trying to stir the pot, to be honest with you, because I, I just want more people to be more, um, I guess I'm not, phrase that, I'm not trying to stir the pot. I just want people to be really informed with what could be going on and what could be possible, uh, something to look out for. Um, I'm being very, very cautious, but I'm very, very optimistic as well because I'm just like you, Tricky. I do think like there's there's room for all of them. Uh, I just, if I'm going to be very honest, I didn't like the, that Lido was introduced and is now here. Like if it was any other way, I would have been like, just great, fine, whatever. But it's yeah, I'm I'm definitely kind of concerned. Yeah, I mean, there's always you know we can choose to not use their product you know i think that's the one the one way you send a message that it's not the product for you but it's uh it's yeah it's it's one of those those players that there's a they have a lot of value in, in the DeFi realm and they're cross chain so they do pull like a lot of weight when they do things so they're 
there's going to be some people that are, you know, pulling for them that make things, you know, go their way. And maybe that's going to end up being best for us. You know, we never, we won't yeah. know until the, until all the chip cards play out. But, but yeah, I think you should in any situation, especially like, you know, you said like good cash manager, just whatever, you should always, you know, be wary, you know, verify, double check, hold people accountable. Um, but, yeah. I'm constantly yeah. optimistic, I guess is the best way to put it. Like I'm just, I'm cautious. I really do hope that it all pans out and it actually does bring value accrual for, you know, in every which way to the hub and to the side chains and, and, and everything coming in after that. Like I really am cautiously optimistic, but yeah, just concerning. I just kind of want to get everybody else's taste, take on uh, what's been happening and, and how things have been developing recently. I just don't want to get stuck in my own echo chamber or, you know, like, or my own little space. So is, uh, yeah. is stake death, is stake death still trading at a discount? Is it? Is that trading at a premium against stake death? Because we've had this problem for we've had this problem for weeks and weeks now. This must be going on for what two and a half months now. Yeah, I think it's still trading at a discount for sure. Wow. Not much, it is, like is it? three three percent or two point five percent. The stake ETH because they're all trying to bet on the merge whether or not it's going to go in September or not. It sounds like a low percent, but when you talk about the, the volume and the amount that we're talking about, it actually adds up to quite a bit, right? Yeah, I think the play is you you, you buy the stake ETH um, now, and then you're getting a 2.5%, 3% discount. And then after the merge, you can you can sell it at the, the price of regular ETH, and you're making a 3% spread. So, yeah. Yeah, that's massive. If that's the uh, that's the real that's the real borough market, isn't it? Post merge, no matter what anybody says, if they think they're in a, a bear market now, yeah, we it, haven't it, seen anything yet. Yeah, that's it's that's the interesting thing is like is what's what's the effect of of the merge going to have? Is is there going to be a dump of ETH or is you know all those people who had had so much staked ETH locked up for like what you know a year <laughs> you know <laughs> but it eth has come down so much like yeah i, I think it's a big unknown kind of in the market yeah i agree post post merge post merge all of the institutions are expecting a huge dump i mean it's been well on the cards for a long time raul's been talking about it for the best part of 12 18 months now i think everybody's expecting money to be taken off the table once that merge goes through yeah so we've got to make make here, guys. We've got to make here between now and then, right? Oh yeah. Because imagine when a lot of those people locked up their ETH for the ETH was way was what it wasn't even nine hundred bucks at the time. I feel like I don't remember exactly. I feel like ETH was super cheap at that time when they first started. So a lot of people that staked their ETH like that didn't get to see any of that upside during this uh, like bull market. So they're definitely going to try to take some profits as soon as they they can. That is interesting. I got to go back. Now, now you got my curiosity going. What was the price for ETH when they started doing that? I think yeah, you're, I think you're, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was like 700 or 800 or something like that. Now I'm going to go look. So literally. It's been around. Lino's been around since the previous uh, bull market, right? I'm sure I was reading about uh, Kobe talking about when he first got his tokens. I'm sure it was 217, 218. But obviously, there weren't uh, the F-staking mechanism wasn't live back then, yeah? Does anybody know when it actually went live? Was it uh, 2020 or 2019? 
I think Lido was first because they were they were ah, actually no Lido wouldn't have started until until the merge. But maybe it was they started when it wasn't like a public 32e thing. It was kind of really hard to start your own node. So they probably were just like one of those services that said, hey, you know, you don't need to like worry about spinning up a node or anything. Just give us your ETH and we'll give you a derivative back. So I'm assuming it was right around the same time, probably like before, like even the Coinbase staking. Though. At the end of the day, they're just another centralized entity, aren't they? Really, that's the best way to look at them, right? I would say that that's not a bad comparison. They're like the more like loosely, you know, ran centralized entity because there is some decentralized aspects. But then, like you know, at the end of the day, like we just talked about, like ninety-seven percent, you know. Do they, do they officially have custody? I actually haven't done as much research and, and stuff into it. Do, do, do they, who holds the actual custody? I mean, it's, it's held in a smart contract, right? So the actual like tokens, I'm pretty sure, are held. Like, and so it depends on the, the network. So by ETH, I think they're technically held by them because they run all of the nodes. Um, on Luna, it was held by... Uh, the validators technically like they had a white list of validators and then it was delegated to those validators i'm not entirely sure some people said that you had to hand over your keys to lido um, for certain chains to be able to be one of their liquid staking partners um but then i've also heard some rumblings that like their version for the cosmos is going to be like nothing like that it's going to be more towards what we actually want so that's another thing is like is all this stuff that's that's going on that's bad that we don't like it could come when Lido launches in the, in the Cosmos that it's like everything we want, like they actually listen to us. So, you know, like there's still that. But yeah, the other versions of Lido are like, you know, not the kind of versions that we want to see, not the, the, that we've heard from people that they'd like to see in the Cosmos, I'd say. Yeah, I was taking, not taking the pivot. I was just, I was, okay, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, you know, when um, that uh, I've heard those things too, and I, and I that's why I was really wishing, uh, and I know it's kind of early, and I get it, and stuff like that, that they can't say stuff. But when Cito had uh, their, he had a spaces, and then he also had like, uh, I think he had them, or maybe somebody else, friends might have had them all, uh, Zaki and all them on a show. I really just wish they would come out and say what their intentions are, or at least like give a flow chart or roadmap of like how they're going to do it differently here in the Cosmos spaces or in the Cosmos ecosystem, because. If they would, that would make me feel so much more at ease. But like, all we have to go by is what they've done and what they're doing right now. And it's like, oh, I just, how is that going to work here? So, yeah, I like, I, so I mess, I was messaging Vasily a little bit. I was actually going to try to get him on a space after that Cosmos Hub one. And we were planning on it. And then I kind of like got busy and kind of messed it up. So I apologize that it didn't happen. I'll try to make it happen again. That's kind of one of the things that I was talking about. I was like, hey. I was like, I totally get where you're at. Like, maybe there's still more to be like fleshed out with it and like all this stuff. But I was like, everybody has questions about Lido and what you guys are going to do. So I think it's best that you kind of just like take it head on and just be honest because there's a lot of like assuming because we don't have the information and like human nature. When like when you don't have the information, you assume your own, and 99 percent of the time you assume the worst. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. important to like at least get some sort of answers from them because like you said, like all we have to go off of is is what they've done in other ecosystems and the things that like we've maybe heard are going to be possible. So I think that they would actually get a lot more support. And I even said this in that space too, if they would just be upfront, kind of tell us like, what's the deal, what they think they're going to try to do. 
if they if they really don't have answers then just say that not like you know and just be like kind of candid but i think at the same time there is some things that they can share with us um to make people feel better and gain more support but you know at the end of the day like they're going to do what they're going to do and create a product they're they're experienced so they do know how to make these products but if it's a fit for the cosmos i think that's going to be you know only can be told like once they fully launch and see what happens yeah no i agree i totally sorry my kids over here trying to like whisper in my ear where's your old phone because he wants to play on my old phone um no i yeah i totally agree and i uh i just hopefully you know again cautiously optimistic hopefully i'm just being crazy for no no reason which i do think i have a reason but you know hopefully it just all pans out for us but i'm glad you guys are uh you know voicing your guys's opinion about it because it's been something that's been on the back of my mind and then it probably still will be until we actually get more clarification uh if you can actually get them on your on a space or you know on your um i know you guys have that youtube channel right are you guys pursuing are you guys gonna have any like people on the youtube channel or who's running the youtube channel you guys have one right cosmos spaces so trying to get one going and kind of like do more like uh informative and educational videos maybe end up throwing some interviews on them too um but yeah definitely uh something we're trying to do yeah for sure either way like i i would love if you guys can get them on and get more more answers i mean i I would love it it. hey tricky isn't is quicksilver is going to be ready to launch before right isn't quicksilver like scheduled for next month or september i can't remember yeah getting closer they just finished the killer b test net and they're doing another like private test net um to test things out um they're going to be ready before lido i don't think that like neutron and lido are going to launch for a good good amount of time um i'm pretty sure lido is actually like already done though they've already done most of the work for lido the only thing that they need is interchain queries um and the other thing lido is the bigger operation and but help me see the big picture here. Are the is Lido going to be running off of like what what chain are they going to be running? Like Quicksilver is going to be their own chain, right? Or are they they yeah. running they running on? Uh, Quick, um, just, Quicksilver will be their own chain, but they'll also leverage interchain security. Um, Lido will run on Neutron, which is the permissionless uh, consumer chain that'll be on the hub. Right. Right, because that was uh, when when they did that. Uh, they did that spaces. They were talking about Neutron. It wasn't was Sega involved with that, or mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. Oh. so uh, Neutron? So Neutron are different in like they're both permissionless uh, mm-hmm. environments. Right, Neutron is going to be like a totally dependent consumer chain that's relies a hundred percent on the hub and doesn't really have and has like mm-hmm. limits to its sovereignty. Um, and then Saga is more so like an entire network dedicated to right, right. permissionless and like a more experimental type stuff. And mm-hmm. you can compare Saga more towards like Avalanche, how they have like a bunch of subnets and things. The like subnets, that. yes, yeah. I was kind of it's it's a lot to keep track of, but I, I remember now in the talk that they were talking about the Neutron, and um, so that's the train that Lido will be running on. I mean, Lido is such a huge operation in ETH world. Like most people don't, if you're not in that ecosystem, you don't understand how big mm. like Lido is. They are a big, massive player as far as um, fluid staking assets. Like that, it's it's just massive right now. Yeah, I think that there was some statistic that said they control like 
an, uh, an unhealthy amount of the ETH, staked ETH supply. Um, oh, and 30%? Their, wasn't it like 31%? Yeah. And then there, it was up for a vote to their DAO, like, hey, should we cap the amount of, like, the percentage of Ethereum that we hold? And the, the DAO voted no, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a free market, you know, so there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, there's a lot of risk when you have one, like, main derivative asset. Um, it becomes really, really risky, especially when, like, it's just another point of failure. The chain could do nothing wrong, but Lido does something wrong or whoever is the central authority for the derivative and it just screws everything. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's above a lot of people's heads. Some of these, these staked ath- assets and the, um, when, um, the stake ETH became depegged from the ETH price, cause it was supposed to stay pegged one-to-one, but then it, it depegged and now there's an arbitrage play there, but Lido is a big player. And, um, I, I kind of like the Quicksilver model because I'm pretty sure, like you said, the governance will stay with the um, the holder. Like I, I will be able to control my vote, even though I'm using Quicksilver to liquid stake. That that's like locked in for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so the more that like these liquid staking protocols play out, and like the more that I like look into them, the more I like just like with everything else, kind of realize Sunny's always right. And like superfluid staking and interfluid staking is is almost it's better. Like you don't create all this extra risk by creating all these derivatives. You still are able to take advantage of DeFi while still securing said chain or other chain that's through interchain security and or interchain accounts, things like that. And it's still governed by its own chain and each chain instead of like a third party. So like there's it's another option. Um, you know, outside of just traditional like liquid staking is going to be just the the superfluid staking, interfluid staking, and things like that. And I know Jacob's working on something where it's kind of leveraging the liquid staking module, but you can like stake tokens on other chains and stake, and it's like inter- it's interchain security stuff. It's it's going to be pretty dope. I think that derivatives introduce a lot more risk, and if there's a way you can remove derivatives and just keep that same asset and like leverage it in more ways, then it's it's the uh, it's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, it's anytime you're dealing with option, like a derivative is just a form of an option, you know, and you're, yeah, you can leverage, leverage up and you introduce more risk, obviously, but it's, the terminology is, it's, it's hard to keep track of too, because we're doing super fluid staking, but then liquid staking is where you're talking about your, you're pretty much getting yield off off the token but then you're able to to take that token and, and move, move it around so it's just a lot to keep track of <laughs> but it'll be interesting I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to quicksilver um and just just to get comfortable with it you know maybe just you know go slow you know go slow with the, the liquid staking and how did you feel how did you feel about that uh, prop for the funding uh, and so obviously we all know that this divided the community for fun, right? Yeah, it was a big divide. Uh, you know, yeah, well, what do, you, what do you think about them now using the funding to uh, sponsor events? Because I've got to tell you, that hasn't gone down very well in our group chat. Our group chat is probably like 20 of the hardest raccoons you'll ever meet, right? And you can imagine what we're like in there, right? There's no fucking quarter hell. There's no fucking, there's plenty of punches thrown, right? 
and it was a big bone of contention over the last like 48 hours, something like that, right? How do you feel about that? Community funding, let's go and start sponsoring events. I thought the community funding was for building, no? So you mean that the funds that Lido or P2P, Lido technically got P2P got it. They're using those funds to sponsor events? Yeah, they've already sponsored the first one, right? I'm just looking for the uh, the DM now with the information on it. Or so, but yeah, they've already they've already done it. They've already uh, Neutron. Are they geared towards building on Neutron, or is it just geared towards like Hackathon Adam, like the Adam Hackathon? Because if it's geared yeah, towards like, it's... building on Neutron, then I would say that that's okay because it's still technically contributing to the building. But if it's just like, hey, we use this funding to go sponsor Hack Adam for you know, osmosis stuff or whatever. It's like that. Oh, it's the Nebula. No, it's, 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 the, it's the Nebula event. They're a co-sponsor of the Nebula event. That's what's happening at the moment. Someone was talking about uh, Paris, yeah, France, earlier. Someone was talking about Sonny being on the wheel with uh, Liam or something, yeah? Yep, 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 that's the one. That's, so, that's the Nebula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, is the Nebula name of the chain or is it Neutron? I, I think I'm getting, might be getting confused. Neutron, Peter P's the people okay. that are uh, Nebula is the summit that's happening okay. right now in uh, France, in Paris. Yeah. Oh. Did they say that they're using those funds to sponsor it? Yes. Ooh. And they also said that there were, I just know one thing. They also said there was going to be no airdrop before they did the uh, LBP, which is all right. We expect that. Yeah. The, the original message. The original message that came in was just Peter P already using the funds they got from the Cosmos Hub Prop 72, Neutron sponsoring the Nebula Summit. And then some information about holding back on the airdrop and stuff like that. If they can provide info on like how the funds are going to like bring value to the building on Neutron, like the development on Neutron, then like I don't see an issue with it, but I do see an issue with it if it's just like, hey, we got some money. What should we do with it? You know, like well, I like mean, said, the hope for building. You know, like you said, you know. the hope could rename itself, like you know, cosmetality, because it's just like permanent. Like it seems as if it's like a, an ongoing, like twelve month hospitality fucking jolly fund for for anybody who's either in the dev community or one of the insider influencers getting the OTC deals, like Cedar to set up his node, right? Yeah, it, it, it seems like it's kind of like a fucking cash cow at the minute, especially what we've seen with the ICF fucking letting all of the fucking hundreds of millions of atom out of the back door to fucking jail validators and everything. But it's starting to piss people off now. I mean, Juno plundering the fucking, uh, sorry, Cito plundering the Juno fund with fucking no accountability whatsoever. What was that, 30K? Is that 30K Juno that he shipped under fucking $2 or something for the event? Uh, we've seen how many, how many fucking events uh, are we, the fucking stakers or the holders, how many events are we going to actually fund for, for all of these people year in, year out, no? What I got to step in. I was going to go, 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 Oh, sorry. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not cutting out. I just gotta, I gotta go in just a little bit. So I just kind of want to weigh in. Just, I gotta be honest with you, Robo. I'm on the same page. I like, I say it all the time, and, and fucking, I'm just fed up with all this poor money management, poor business practices, this fucking bullshit cash grab. They're abusing people left and right. They're abusing the Cosmos ecosystem. I'm talking about all of them, not just Lido, especially Lido, though. And the request for funding that was fucking bullshit. I'm telling you, as a businessman, as a fucking 
I'll just say it. I don't know how it's a high level investor that rubs elbows with millionaires and billionaires all day long. That shit is it, what we're allowing right now is a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. And we are, we should be, we should feel fucking horrible about what we're letting pass through right now recently. Uh, it, well said. Know you can. Well Sorry, said. Daddy, daddy's, daddy's getting kind of heated. Well, it, it, is, it, well is, said. it is, it is, it is poor, poor on us for, I know I won't swear, son. It's pouring us for for being the way that we're we're allowing people to take advantage of us and allowing people to take advantage of our fundings in this ecosystem. It's it's horrible. PDP Lido had no freaking details whatsoever about any of the requested funds. All they said was basically trust us. We have a we have a saying in this game: don't trust, verify. And we just we just said fuck all that. We just you know whatever because because you are who you are. I'll be honest with you, what they just did with their own token on that post, asking their own people for all that money because they need to pay 75 people that's working on their project because they're broke and don't have any money and they're not managing their money very well on their end just shows me that we're in for a load, like a buttload of hurt from especially Lido. I'm calling it now. I don't like it. Uh, you saw what happened with, with, with this soul hack Adam. That was crazy. I'm sorry. Who? How? How do you? How are you putting on a hackathon? Even though I'm bullish, I, I like hackathons. I understand them. How are you even? How are you even putting up and reserving a, a convention and and putting out all this stuff before the proposals for all of these chains are even done? It looks like it's going to get done, but we're not even. You're counting your you're counting your eggs before they hatch. You're placing everything in front of of nothing. It's it's fucking ridiculous. How are you managing shit and just putting it up for a proposal? for a convention like two months before you do it. This is shit that should have been funded two years ago, one year ago, when shit was pumping in the bull market. This is horrible business practice from Juno, from Osmo, from all, but not the, the, the people taking advantage of them is what I'm saying. And like, people need to wake the fuck up. Like this is, this you're, you're being fucking taken advantage of. And, and every dude, fucking I'm, way. I'm in your, ICF and dude. Ford. I'm in your camp 100%. It's like it's like there's a small group of people fucking using it like a personal bank account. And it the, is. It's the, a the personal worst, bank. The, the, it is. And the worst thing is, is that these people have got more money than you can fucking believe. I mean, people wouldn't believe how much Cito's worth now, uh, validating yeah. for the last fucking 12 months. I mean, Rama can talk to you about some numbers, right, that we've been watching for months now. People are worth fucking kicking on well into the millions. Yep. But you're talking, you know, people are fucking heading well towards eight figures and they can't even afford, like pay for their own fucking plane ticket. A disgrace, uh, man. Hello, good morning, everyone. I would suggest very, very strongly if you are delegating to the likes of friends, as an example, who are always so friendly and so willing and happy to respond to people, except for people like me who call them out and choose to DM them and say, hey, your Autobot's not working for the 50th time this month. Uh, go and check out their Evmos validator. For being friends, um, you know, if you actually developed something and delivered something I, in, into the ecosystem other than being friends, no problems. But you're just really friendly is all I see, and your auto compound Rama, it doesn't work. Are you talking about the, USD, the USDC Osmo cash-out fucking system that they're all using, yeah? Well, like, I have no problem with people taking profit, right? Like, if you've got the opportunity to take profit and you're getting commission, that's your money. What I'm suggesting is that the community probably doesn't delegate to people who 
don't deliver anything from a you know development perspective um, or you know anything to the com- community other than being friendly. Like if you want to delegate to people who you know do a couple of YouTube videos every now and then, but aren't actually engaged with the community and aren't happy to willing or willing to have challenging discussions with the community, right? Um, you know these spaces that the cosmos, uh, you know, tricky and um, gainsy in that host. We have discussions that the community engage with, right? Uh, we're willing to have challenging discussions and have people on who uh, will have you know awkward conversations, which is good for the ecosystem. Go to friends and say something negative; they'll completely ignore it. They won't. They're not open to challenging discussions. Uh, that's not beneficial for the community. You know, we need to be challenging these ideas and challenging the spend of you know community funds and uh you know uh chains that like comdex who are wash trading like they never engage in those conversations they're never willing to participate or or invest or you know be involved in those conversations it's only oh let's be friends let's all be positive like fuck off yeah that's not how that's not how business works i'm breaking hearts in business in the real world i'm fucking breaking nuts all day long and that really works like people gotta wake the fuck up when if you if you're not guys why do you think, why do you think they don't do any live streams? Why do you think they don't fucking, they don't come over here and, and they just, when they have their little spaces, it's a, it's a coordinated, I'm going to let everybody that's on my side speak. And then I'm going to take one or two questions. I'm going to shut the fuck down real fast. Like, bro, it's a controlled narrative. People need to wake the fuck up and stop being lied to or stop lying to themselves and stop feeling bad for asking questions. Fuck them. Like, seriously, ask questions. If they, if they avoid, ask yourself why they're avoiding. Why are they trying to make you feel bad for asking the question? I want to be wrong. So I want to ask questions and I want to be proven wrong. So give me details when, I, when, I, when you're answering the questions. Don't just try to like go on feelings and make me feel bad. Fuck all that. Sorry, I'm getting all heated. I've been holding this shit in for a long time, as you guys can tell. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate this. Good on Thanks so much for bringing this up. I, I really appreciate this. I've been an investor since... Uh, uh, January of last year, uh, okay, and I, I really like Adam Cosmos, the whole deal, and I am, I'll have to admit, I am also often not a, uh, I don't want to use the word wary, but I should be a more diligent, uh, I should do more due diligence, and I should keep track of my investments and watch more closely the project. So uh, my question is, where can you direct me so that I can find out for myself some of this information that's being bandied about right now? Because honestly, I don't love what I'm hearing. Well, actually, actually, shout out Rama. He's just uh, updated his Medium article. So uh, shout out Rama. I've just seen you posted it less than a minute ago, bro. Yeah, updated. Yeah, this is kind of just following on from the conversation that we had the other day about Comdex and the wash trading stuff. Um, I've just updated the article to kind of show the extent of what they're doing. Um, yeah, uh, to answer, um, I think it's Ultimo. Yeah, Ultimo. To answer your question, mate, there's not really like a place that you can go. The best thing to do is just follow active people in the community um, and follow people that, you know, you may not agree with everything they say. Uh, they will, you know, like Robbo as an example, he'll he'll call people out and he'll say shit that you don't agree with all the time. Uh, just follow him because, uh, you know, people like he and I, where we say some negative shit or we, you know, we'll call validators out or people out all the time. You you might not agree with everything we say, but the best thing is just to you know follow people 
who will call out people like that. Uh, Soy Two Studios, another uh, example where you know we we aren't afraid to have challenging discussions, and uh, there will be a bunch of people in the community who don't necessarily like us, but uh, we have those difficult conversations. So uh, you know, Tricky and Gainsy and uh, Crypto Tank, same same. I love that. I, I don't like to be in echo chambers. I get really sick and tired of the echo chambers that happen in Twitter spaces that are just nothing but people just patting each other on the back and talking about, you know, shit coins and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just ridiculous because it's like, okay, well, where's the intellectual challenge that should be occurring in any of these spaces? And so I, I love that. So, you know, please keep that up. And yeah, I did start to follow, I think, pretty much every speaker here. And I love Medium. So I'll find you on on Medium. And you said, I believe that this article has been posted in the Nest. Is that correct? Uh, I just tweeted it. I think I can share it. Let me grab it. I can share it with the people who are in this call, I think. Do you mind if I do that? Yeah, you can share spaces? it to the top. Yeah, cool. Just thought I'd check first. Uh, here we go. Uh, so this is, I posted this one the other day when everyone was, you know, talking about the, the Comdex uh, influencers or marketers or shillers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I kind of posted, uh, someone like posted in that thread about the, there was wash trading. Um, I called this out a few months ago and um, I did a bit more research into it and um, found that they're not only wash trading, but they're also, they've got some sort of bot system set up where, uh, they're actively selling, uh, you know, 1,250 Comdex every hour on the hour and then swapping that Comdex into USDC across like 20 wallets. Uh, and they've been doing this since like May. So um, a great example is just go to uh, Dex Screener and then search for the Comdex Osmo pool and then type in 1,250 uh, for the value of Comdex on either side, like the the maximum and minimum. And like every single one of those wallets is theirs and it's every hour on the hour. So they're wash trading to bump up their trading volume to then entice retail in. And then every hour they sell 400 USD worth of Comdex uh, across 20 different wallets. Wow, this is so, incredible. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Go ahead. That, that's all. I mean, this, this is the kind of stuff that I, I really, you know, like I said, I need, to, I need to be a deeper diver. I mean, I love to do research, but sometimes I just sit on my thumbs and, think oh everything's hunky dory and uh you know nobody's nobody's doing anything nefarious and i think what's unfortunate about this space and i've been in crypto since 2017 is there's enough money for god's sakes to be made i mean really the going back to the gordon gecko era is just not okay i just do not understand the blind greed that people have i mean just how many yachts can you water ski behind i think is the quote from the movie I but I also think you have to realize that in such an unregulated space like this, if if there's an edge, people people are going to find that edge. If they're going to try to gain that advantage, and it's like you said, there's so many people that are don't do the homework or don't know how to track the on-chain data that they don't really see. You know what some of the stuff is is happening. You know, it it's I don't. I, it's one of those things where I think it's like. If you have to understand in crypto that it's very extremely risky and people are going to find whatever edge they can to take advantage of what whatever they can get, you know. Well, you know, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, I think the thing is just to kind of be mindful of that activity at the moment. Um, 
just uh, I've got a bag of Comdex that I've had for months now uh, and was DCAing down. And it's kind of, you know, when you see this activity, you've just got to kind of consider any personally, I would consider any additional investment uh, while I see this activity. I was, I was just going to say to add on to that, you know, I think uh, one of the things that really, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys already know this, but really started this off and, and became this unhealthy practice that we have in the Cosmos ecosystem specifically is the, you know, when we literally got osmosis uh, out on us and, and, and before osmosis, there was people that were partaking in governance, but not to the level that we're, you know, used to now. And, and what happened with osmosis, unfortunately, was the yes vote. The yes vote happened back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Everybody was just voting yes. Everything that, every, that, that ever came out had to be good. We weren't checking it. Nobody cared. It was so much liquidity happening. There were so much profits being made that nobody gave two shits. And now nobody's questioning anything. And and, and all these developers, leads, uh, personalities, I don't like to call them influ influencers, uh, that are out there, you know, reaping the benefit now have put in everybody's mind, or at least the vast majority of everybody's mind in our space that you know they are the good guys that everything they say must be good for us and and like you said yourself you know a lot of people uh you know don't even think twice about it they just think you know oh, it's it's going up there these are trusted individuals they've been here for a long time they must know the best thing for us so we're just gonna must be good right like oh lido's asking us or for this much adam like well must must be good right like zaki and 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 whatever her name is and everybody else is 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 Back and I must be good for us. Like, no, we should take a step back and start questioning every fucking proposal that comes up. I mean, fucking every single one of them and researching it. That's the only way that we're going to change it and, and start showing these people that are taking advantage of it, of our system, which, you know, it is, it's a double-edged sword. The beauty of what we have is it's a governance-based system that's built on proof of stake. Um, which, you know, it's very much like when I think about it, just, it's just like what we're dealing with in the real world with politics. Um, but you know, we, we, even with our politics, we have to second guess even the people that we voted for, like, Hey, wait a minute, what are you proposing? Why is this good for us? Show me, you know, verify. So again, I just, we, I, I agree with you. We, we have to, there's more people like you that like, obviously that's why we're here. Um, you know, but we, we have to change that. We have to, we have to second guess everything. And we have to stop feeling bad for doing so. We have to stop feeling bad for going all the way to the top with these developers and people uh, of, of importance in our ecosystem and questioning them. Who fuck cares how many people follow them or how many people are on their Twitter, how many people watch them on YouTube? Fuck all that. They're, if, it, like, if they're telling you everything is always good, like that's the one person, again, in the real world that I'm going to be worried about. The person that's always telling you, no, 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 it's all good. No, 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 it's all good. It's the person pickpocketing you. So like, you need to be, you need to be careful. We all need to be careful. I love you, Chunk. I fucking love you, brother. I tell you what, you're a fucking sound voice in this space, you son. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. In, uh, in this space, if you're not rubbing people the wrong way, someone, then uh, I don't think you're, you're going about, uh, you're investing correctly, uh, personally, because you're, there's always going to be something that should be challenged and should be questioned. And if, everyone's just all happy and in agreement. then I don't think uh, the ecosystem or, you know, voting system that we have in uh, the cosmos uh, is being um, managed correctly because we shouldn't have 
you know, tens of thousands of people dealing with millions of dollars who all agree uh, on everything that occurs. Um, I would suggest, yeah, if if you've got time and if you're invested, look into what you're investing in, uh, challenge uh, proposals and governance, have discussions about them. Be respectful, of course, um, but have, have discussions about them. Um, ask questions, find out more information before you make a decision. Don't just go yes, vote everything. So awesome. up on stage. Uh, I'm not sure if you had something you want to say um, and add to this. And then I wanted to, to add something as well, too. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you guys, like, um, I would like to get a few different opinions on this, too. Um, like, if you could pick, like, two or three chains that are on, that are in the ecosystem, what, what would you think are the best ones right now? The best chains as far as? As in the system with security, uh, uh, use case, uh, anything. Just in your opinion, I want to get, I want to hear your reasoning and, and just like one or two of them, you know? Okay. Nobody wants to speak. No, yeah. nobody wants to speak on that one. No, yeah, we had this conversation. I'll take a whack. We had this conversation. We had this conversation the other day, Rama. <laughs> Didn't we have this conversation the other day? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take a whack at it real quick. Juno, Secret, Evmos, and then one that's not out yet, but I'm super bullish on on, on GNO Go Now. So those are those are mine. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of the two-part Cosmos Space IBC Gang Friday Rewind, recorded on Friday, July 22nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the Birds view. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in 
the middlemen, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion. Terror spaces.